Hello and welcome to a very special edition of the Golf Shake podcast. My name is Kieran Clark and I'm alongside Golf Shake ambassador Matt Hallwork and we are coming to you oh, almost about an hour and 20 minutes recording this removed from Tiger Woods winning the Masters Tournament for a fifth time, his 15th major championship, completing the most remarkable of comebacks through injury, personal humiliation and despair, being below 1,000 in the world, to coming back, beating so many of the players he inspired, and regaining his position as the master of the game. Uh, and the scenes we have seen this evening from Augusta National have been astonishing, uh, difficult to encapsulate, I think it's fair to say. But Matt, we are going to do our very best, try and put what we've seen from the Masters this Sunday into words, try and delve into the enormity of what, of what this achievement is for Tiger, but also for the game itself. So Matt Holbrook, uh, let's just begin with this, Matt. Have, have you calmed down yet after watching Tiger win the Masters? And breathe. <laughs> Wow. Um, yeah, no. I'm, we've um, obviously we've just been having a having a little chat before we before we press record, and you know what 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 a crazy crazy afternoon of golf, crazy scenes at the end. Um, you know, I think it's I think it's something that really gives the game of golf a boost. It gives Tiger Woods a boost again. We know in the past that the, the game of golf is better when Tiger Woods is playing well. Um, yeah, just absolutely incredible, absolutely incredible. Oh, I mean, it's it's very difficult to find the words for what we've seen, and you know, the, 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 obviously the final round itself, Tiger being in that final threesome in the end. Of course, they brought the tee times forward and, and free balls, which was quite a different dynamic to what we're normally used to in the Masters, and it was a very tense, kind of a slow burning front nine. Nobody quite made a run early on. A lot of you know good pars, a lot of scrambling. Really, sort of felt like a chess game in many ways. But then, of course, we came to the twelfth, the par three, Golden Bell, that iconic short hole that has made and broken so many hearts through the years at the Masters. The shortest hole in the course, but in so many ways, the most deadly. And it certainly run through this Sunday when we saw you know Brooks Kepka and you know Ian Poulter and. Um, also, um, Tony Fina and, of course, most notably Francesco Molinari at that point in the leader all find the water off that tee, making double bogey, opening the door for Tiger Woods and so many others over that last six holes. Incredible drama. So many guys had the chance to potentially win, um, making a run at it. But Woods, in the end, was the one who held it most together. His experience shone through. He buried the 13th, he buried 15, and, of course, he buried 16. That gave him a two-shot lead on the 18th tee. Brooks Kepka had a putt for birdie on the last, narrowly missed the three-time major champion there. Woods found the fairway off the tee, but quite a tight angle to the 18th green. His, his approach shot was uh, relatively well short of the green. Obviously, at that point, you know, a, a fairly straightforward pitch for him, but under the pressure and the enormity of that situation, it was still a challenge. Wasn't done and dusted just yet. Found the green, two putts from there to complete the most incredible, incredible victories. And those scenes at the end, Matt, I mean, I, I really have never seen anything quite like that. Certainly at the Masters tournament, the roar from Tiger, the, the, the reaction from, from the fans there, or the patrons as they like to call them, but we'll call them fans because we're normal people. The fans at Augusta National there was incredible. Tiger having his girlfriend there, his son, his daughter, Simon Charlie, 
also had his mother there, of course, was there 22 years ago when Tiger won the Masters. So, Matt, just give us your feeling. When you were watching this on TV this evening, obviously the, the final day itself was tense, it was dramatic, it was back and forth, but when it became clear that Tiger was going to win, walking up that 18th hole towards the green with two putts to win, I mean, what was your reaction to seeing you know that finish, the reaction from Tiger, the, the crowd, him celebrating with his family, you know, Put that into words for me, please, if you can. Oh, I'll try my best. Um, <laughs> where, where, where do I start, really? I mean, look, I think um, there was one point after Tiger had played his third shot on the 18th, um, and I'd actually put a, put, put a tweet out, tongue-in-cheek, saying, you know, he's, he's going to do this. Are we going to see tears? Um, and then we saw there was there was a split second where the camera looked at Tiger dead in the face, and Tiger was looking at um, his caddy, Joe LaCarva, and... At that point, I was absolutely adamant that he was fighting back the tears. Um, and then to see the scenes at the end, obviously, we know we, we know the relationship that he had with his dad. Um, we know about the relationship um, issues and, and stuff that's gone on with Tiger over the last few years. But, you know, for him to be there, you know, for his family to be there at the end, um, you know, his mum uh, and, and the camera kept panning back to his mum. And at that point, you you naturally you think about, you know, his, his dad not being there and, and what that means to him as a person. Um, and then, you know, it was just it was it was uh, it was emotion from Tiger that I don't think we've seen before. And it's not just because he's won the tournament. It's not just because he's a major champion again. You know, there's so many different elements to what I believe that outpour of emotion Yes, that we didn't have a Bubba Watson moment where there was tears streaming down his face, but the reaction was very unlike Tiger. Um, and I think there were so many different factors in why we saw that. Um, you know, there's there's absolutely so many different different reasons we we've seen that from Tiger this evening, and you know, it's a testament to him as a character as well because there were so many people writing him off over the years, and there. It's people that would tell you that they've not written him off in the back of their mind probably, if they're being honest with themselves, didn't believe. Or at some point, naturally, you start to think, is it ever actually going to happen? And and what he's done is he's just gone out and he's proved the doubt is wrong. Um, yeah, so it's, you know, it's absolutely fantastic. And, and as you look back, there was uh, there was a few things, you know, there was... There were, I, I see. I see people on social media, you know, claiming that basically Molinari had handed it to Tiger Woods, and you know it wasn't nice to see Molinari have the final round that he did. Because if he'd have won this this tournament this week, I don't think anybody would have had any complaints. But mm -hmm. you know, let's not forget. Yes, when he did make the double on twelve, you know, Tiger Woods then went and birded three out of his next four holes, and that's what that's what a champion does. When they seize their, when they see their opportunity, they pounce on it, and that's exactly what Tiger Woods did. He pounced on it, um, you know. And like you say, that that as a whole, I mean, you know, it's it's a it's two fingers up at, at these two hundred and fifty yard par threes that we see. You know, the, the, <laughs> as you say, the shortest par three on the course, the shortest hole on the course is is the one where we see the drama, and it's not just this year; it's years gone by as well. Mm -hmm. So. You know that that was that was eleven years in the making, um, and you think of everything he's been through in those eleven years. Um, you know, I'm absolutely thrilled, not just for him, but but for the sport that we love so much. Yeah, it's. I think the you know, the whole it, there's a real story to Tiger Woods, and the thing is, what's made Tiger 
such a fascinating figure for so many years is, of course, one, his extraordinary ability, the success that he's had, the game-changing success that he had, obviously, starting at Augusta in 1997 when he won there so dominantly. That was a game-changing moment. And, of course, his successes that he had in 2000, the US Open at Pebble Beach and the Open at St Andrews, and later on you had, particularly, I think, the Open at Hoylake stands out as well. And, of course, the 2008 US Open when he showed the most unbelievable perseverance to win that. You know, Tiger's someone who, given his intensity and his passion on the course... He's always invited you along in the journey of watching him, and that's what's made him such a captivating figure. He's always made the improbable possible. But I think, and you touched on this as well, Matt, over the last 10 years, and much of it, of course, was self-inflicted from Woods, and that makes him fascinating too, and you're a deeply flawed character. You know, No one's perfect, and Tiger certainly is not that. But he's had to overcome the personal demons, the personal humiliation he faced on the, the world stage. Uh, a decade ago and even then on the golf course the shame that he has had to put with over the last few years in terms of his performances the withdrawals the bad back the injuries he sustained the doubts of himself of course he had the DUI as well it's a couple of years ago so many things have happened to Tiger Woods uh, over the last decade since that 2008 US Open of course he came back and did become world number one again in 2013 he had a chance to win majors that year, including the Masters. But in the last three, four, five years, really since 2015, he, he looked out of it. He looked gone. He even said it himself. Two years ago at the Masters Champions Dinner, when he missed that event, he didn't think he was going to come back and play, and he certainly doubted it. So he not only proved you know, most, most, most everybody who's honest wrong over the last few years by this triumph today, he also proved himself wrong. So what we saw in that 18th green, the celebration there, was a release of energy. It was a release of just everything he's had to overcome over the last decade. And that in itself, is the enormity of that is very difficult to uh, say encapsulate and, and put into words. But what Woods has done, he, he's made, again, the seemingly impossible a reality. That's what he's done throughout his life and his career. And we've been on that journey this whole time, 22 years from the first Masters to this one. It might be the last one, you never know, but... Tiger may never win another major, but now the question is, for so many years recently, Matt, we've asked her, watching Tiger, we've always kind of felt the question was, what if? What you know, Tiger seemingly threw away his career in terms of his personal issues, in terms of injuries. We always wondered, what could have been after 2008? At you know, that point, you'd expect them to have long surpassed Jack Nicholas's record to have been the dominant figure for another 10 years, but it wasn't to be. His career looked be heading towards a very sad and rather ignominious end. But now, the question is now, what next? That's what we have to ask. What can Tiger do next? You know, what what the journey is this is this gonna be the first step of another journey as he you know he's 43, 44 at the end of this year, looks better than ever physically. I mean, there's so much to unpack from this. So Matt, you touched on one thing, you know, afterwards, and this is kind of uh, this is looking at you as a as a golf fan watching this, and of course you came into golf really after Tiger was really beyond his peak in terms of winning majors. You you came to the game after two thousand and eight, so you would have heard, and you obviously would have seen parts of it back in the day as well. But to be actually to have heard so much about Tiger Woods in the past, and to see him win majors and watch the clips from before, to now see that happen in front of you for real and for you to be a true golfer, a true golf fan, actually experiencing that and living through that. For you personally, 
just try and put into words what it was like to watch this today because I think so many golf fans uh, like yourself will, will uh, be able to connect with those emotions. So how did you feel watching this today? Yeah, it's, it's interesting you mentioned that because you're right in um, in the sense that you know we've been waiting eleven years for for Tiger to win to win a, to win a major, and you know I've I've only really been playing golf for seven eight years, so you know I, I I'm just I'm literally now I'm, I'm looking at his, his results in major championships, and and you go back to um you go back to two thousand and nine when you know he had two tied six and a, and a second and missed a cut at the Open. Um, the following year, 2010, he had a couple of tied fourths in the Masters in the US Open. But then from there, I mean, the Masters is the one where he always seems to play well. But you look recently, say from 2014 onwards, where he didn't play in the Masters or the US Open. He had a, a 69th place finish at the Open and missed a cut in the PGA. Um, he missed a cut in three out of four majors in 2015. And then 2016, 2017, there was no, there's no record of him playing in the majors. Um, but you you look back to last year, and actually, yes, he missed the cut at the US Open, but he had a tired sixth at the Open, and he had a second-place finish at the PGA Championship. So the signs were there last year that he's coming back to somewhere near his best. And for somebody that hadn't, you know, because of the world we live in these days, with so much social media, YouTube, you know, the the footage is there. If, if you want to see it and you want to see what it's like, the footage is there. Um, a lot of my friends that I've met through golf are a little bit older than me and they do remember Tiger in their pump. So I have, you know, heard the stories from these guys. I, you know, mm-hmm. obviously there's, there's one person in particular we both know. I'm not going to mention any names, but, um, you know, it's probably Tiger Woods' biggest fan and you kind of pick up vibes from, from that. But for me to now physically witness it firsthand, um, you know, it's 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 been a long time coming. I'm I'm a I'm a Tiger fan as well. I love what he does for the game more than anything else. The buzz, the buzz around the driving ranges, the par three courses, the the, the courses tomorrow morning is just going to be absolutely incredible. And I don't think um, I don't think anybody else can have that effect on golf like Tiger Woods has had for a generation. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, like you said, I mean, you, you see at the end when he was just about to go and sign his scorecard, Justin Thomas, Ricky Fowler, um, Brooks Kepka, all there waiting to congratulate him. And these are guys that are younger than me that have had the Tiger effect in golf. These guys grew up watching Tiger Woods dominate mm-hmm. golf. Um, you know, so it's it's not just good for us as fans. It's good for... It's good for the for the younger professionals, and you know, hopefully, there's a new wave, a new generation that we're able to able to stay up tonight with the early finish. Yes. Hopefully, there was a new wave that we're able to stay up tonight, and and also witness that, and and we'll remember that for for years to come as well. So, yeah, it's uh, it's just great all round. It's great for everybody. Well, certainly, you know, Tiger's always been, a, I think it's fair to say, a, a transcendent figure, and in terms of you know, there's probably no other time in history that we could really say that the best known sportsman in the world was a golfer. But when Tiger was at his peak around the turn of the century, he was the best known sports person in the world. I think it's fair without question. Uh, and it's probably the only time a golfer will ever have that accolade. He's someone who, obviously, his, his racial background, you know, that broke down barriers for the game that was so important. 
Um, the way he played was just something that we hadn't seen before. He brought together an intensity, a passion, an aggressive nature as well on the course, but also a, a very strategic one too. He could overpower courses, and he won in so many different ways. You know, he didn't always win. You know, by long shots, he won tight events. He won epic duels. He always found a way to do the things at the right moments. You touched on it earlier, Matt, in terms of timing, in terms of you know, him taking full advantage of the opportunity that was presented to him. You know, that was Tiger was at his best. It was always playing sensibly on the last day, waiting for the, for the mistakes from somebody else, and then pouncing and then taking advantage of it. And that's what he did. And it was really classic Tiger that way. Um, and that's what made it fascinating and to watch. And, and I think it, you know it's. You touched on the young guys, of course. You congratulated them there, and it's quite funny with Kepka. We go back to last year's PGA at Bell Reeve when Kepka fended off Tiger that time, and it was Tiger who was there congratulating Brooks. And then, of course, the roles have been reversed this time afterwards. But I think it elevates the young professionals as well. I think that Tiger brings a spotlight to the game, unlike anyone else, as you touched on. And I think that will ele- elevate. The, the other players in the eyes of the public because they're going to be seen more. They're playing against Tiger Woods. That elevates them too. And I think the challenge there, it must be an inspiring one. I mean, if you were a young guy like, like them, guys kind of in their mid to late 20s, when Tiger last won the US Open, they would have been in their mid-teens, which seems incredible to see now. And they would have imagined in, in growing up in golf that one day they'd be there competing against Tiger Woods in a major in the Masters in the back nine at Augusta. And now it's become a reality. Maybe they might regret now wishing for that, given what happened, of course, in today winning. But I think it's it does elevate them and elevates the game massively because we love comeback stories. We love people achieving things, overcoming things. That's what makes sport. That's what makes the best scripts. It makes the best everything. We love it. Entertainment-wise, sports-wise, we all love that sort of thing. And Tiger has completed a comeback that is unlike anything in living memory in golf. I mean, we can go back in time and it's people will try and compare things. I think it's very unfair to do so. You know, when Jack Nicholas won the Masters in 1986 at the age of 46, his first major in six years, you know, Jack wasn't injured. He was a guy who entered a state of almost semi-retirement because he was very happy with his home life. He loved his kids, his family. That was kind of his thing, his business as well. He took a step away from the game. That was kind of his, his own choice, and he was able to roll back the years that one time. It was a magical story in 86, one that we still talk about now. You know, Ben Hogan was in a serious car accident back in 1948, almost killed himself, was told he might never walk again. Andrew Pickens been on this podcast before telling us the great, unbelievable stories of Hogan's perseverance back in the 50s to overcome that physical damage and to become, once again, the best player in the world. So you can't really compare these comebacks, but what Tiger has done... The, the emotional impact of what's happened to him in the past decade, the personal humiliation, the injuries, the fact that so much of it was his own fault as well. He's had to overcome a great deal. And I think for me, what we saw at the end there, Matt, was a release of energy, a release of all that that, that weight of the last 10 years. But I think the, really the, the aftermath of the Masters this year was for me almost as thrilling as the actual event because I think we saw Tiger Woods, the most human the most human that we've ever seen him. Uh, the way he was with his kids, his mother, the way he acted afterwards. I mean, it was just uh, something else. It really mm-hmm. was. So, I mean, obviously we, we can really delve into, you can go on and on about this, but just we've touched on obviously where he's come from to where he is now, but looking at Tiger with this now behind him, I mean, 
what do you think's what what do you think's next for him? What, what can you pause? Is it is it even too early to say? But what, you're looking at Tiger now. What do you feel we can see from him now in the the months ahead? Um, you know, I think um, it's it's probably too early. He's probably too early at this point. Um, but why can't he? Why 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 can't he go on and win more? Um, you know, we've got mm-hmm. uh, what have we got at uh, Pebble Beach this year? Is it the US Open or the PGA? Probably you we have, have, we have the we have the we have, we have the PGA at Beth Page Black coming up in May. Tiger won there, of course, yes. back in two thousand two in the US Open. We have the US Open back at Pebble Beach where Tiger won back in two thousand. So two venues, as you see, where he's won before. Yeah. Um, he he looks he looks fit. Um, you know, he he looks fit and healthy, which is something that we hadn't seen for for a long time. You know, we I'm sure over the next few days, as the dust settles on this, we'll see images of him on his knees after hitting a tee shot. Or, you know, it wasn't that long ago. We every time we we sat down to watch the golf and Tiger was playing, he was. I remember that one event he was where the camera was following him as he was being driven out of the car park because he had to withdraw due, due to injury and. You know, I've just, I've literally, I've just seen a, a something else posted on social media, a quote from Tiger Woods himself back in December 2015. Um, there, there's really nothing I can look forward to, nothing I can build towards. It's literally just day by day and week by week and time by time. Where is the light at the end of the tunnel? I don't know. That was Tiger Woods himself in 2015. And look, less than, you know, three years later, or just over three years later, sorry, is, 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 you know, it's, it's one. It's one. His fifth Masters. His fifteenth mate. His fifteenth major. There's, there's no reason why he can't go on and win anymore. He's just as good as, as the rest of the guys out there. Um, the thing that he has over these guys is the experience. Is the, you know, at that mm-hmm. time, like like we said, like he knew when to pounce today. He knew when to he knew when to go. Um, and you can't you can't teach that. You there's, it doesn't matter how many balls you hit on the range or how many different coaches you have standing next to you or how many different um, you know, devices that these guys can use now, launch monitors. Nothing can teach what Tiger Woods has picked up over the years. And that, that for me, makes him a contender. You know, yes, there's going to be younger guys that are hitting the ball further. Yes, there's going to be guys that are, you know, fitter than him and younger than him. And But you can't, you can't teach what he has. You can't teach that. Just that raw winning mentality can't be taught. Um... No. So yeah, yeah. We, without a doubt, he 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 can go on and win more. Oh, de- oh, definitely. And I mean, you look at the numbers now. You know, Tiger been stuck on fourteen majors for eleven years. I mean, almost a generation in terms of golf, and and now he's on fifteen. Suddenly, he's only three behind Jack Nicholas. Yeah. And you look at Tiger, and you see the way he is. You know, as you see the fitness of yeah. him. The way he's playing, I mean, and how old was Jack? How, how old was Jack when he won the Masters in? Was it eighty six? He was forty six when he won in eighty six. He was forty six. The Tiger still got three years on that, so you know he does. He does, and also I think I think Tiger is a slightly different physical shape than Jack was back in the day. No, no disrespect to uh, Mister Nicholas, but I think what's amazing about Tiger is you touched on it there. That quote from twenty fifteen is is tremendous because he was, you know, it seems incredible now, but wasn't that long ago when Tiger was a broken man. He was a broken physically. He was broken physically. He could barely get out of his bed yeah. before his fusion surgery. He couldn't practice. He couldn't play. He could barely walk. He he was a, he was a prisoner within his own home, practically. Mm-hmm. I mean, this was, a, this was a man who's overcome a, a tremendous amount in a relatively short space of time. And the thing is, he looks, until, I have to say, 
until he takes the cap off. And I'm afraid, Tiger, the hairline is, is, I mean, come on. I mean, that's that's barer than even the barest spots of Augusta National. But so, I mean, but until he takes the cap off, I mean, he looks as good as he, he looks the same as he did 10 years ago. Yeah. I mean, Tiger looks now five years younger than what he did three years ago. Mm-hmm. Because you can see he's not in pain anymore, whereas he was before. So, yes, he's older now. Obviously, the body naturally isn't going to work as well as it did when he was 25. But, I mean, it's just... I mean, you, you said it, I think, I think you, you said it earlier when, yes, he a lot of his issues that he's had over the last few years, he brought upon himself. Whether that's the DUI, whether that's the, you know, the, the trouble with the ladies that he's had in his life. But, the injuries is the one thing. As a as a sports person, the injuries that he sustained would, I believe, would have stopped any other sportsman or woman out there. It would have stopped them in their tracks. And it's the this you know the, the the person that he is and the attitude that he has and that mentality that he's got to come back from the injuries. Because some people would say that he brought the injuries upon himself because he's pumped and he's was putting strain on his back, but but ultimately did that for a reason. And you know, there's there's other people that would do the same that don't necessarily suffer those injuries. So, in my opinion, he didn't necessarily bring the injuries upon himself, and nobody wants to go through that. Um, but they're the ones like forget everything else, just looking purely at the injuries. You know, he's had four back surgeries in three years. Um, you know, that's that's enough just to stop anyone, and and he would have been. I don't think anybody would have would have thought of him any differently if he'd have said, "Look, guys, I've I've given it a good go. This is this is a, just too much of a strain on my body. Um, I can't carry on like this. My health is important to me." But but no, this is Tiger Woods. He comes back from that and he does what he does today. And you know that's that's the incredible part about it. And you know, generally, we'll we'll be talking about this for you know in in forty fifty years time. We'll be telling our grandkids about this. Yeah, I think that's absolutely spot on. I mean, you know, obviously every major is a part of history, but something what we witnessed today was sporting history. It was something beyond that. It was one of the greatest single achievements in any sport we have seen for decades. I mean, this is something that will transcend golf. It'll be talked about all across the world. It'll be, you know, back page, front page, everything news. It will be massive because, you know, Woods, as I say, the figure he was and is, I mean, he he can't really capture what he's meant to golf in terms of his stature, popularity that he brings to it, the excitement he brings to it. I mean, the way he elevates every event is to this day has always been incredible. But now, you know, his personal determination, I mean, is something that you can't possibly, I mean, as mere mortals, we can't really comprehend it. To be at that level of any sport, I mean, it, it takes it's a really dedicated maybe a selfish, maybe all sorts of things to, to be at that level. So Such single-minded determinus, determination, rather. I can't even speak now. I'm so excited. But, um, <laughs> but So that's, um, you know, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's so hard to, to encapsulate. But I think you're looking at you know, what he's done. It is a piece of history. It is something that we, we will remember where we were when, when Tiger won the Masters in 2019. And it seems, you know, 14 years since he last won here. And... I mean, it's just, it's, it's astonishing the time that has elapsed, what all that's happened in between, you know, what a journey it has been to, to follow golf during the Tiger Woods era. How lucky are we? And, you know, Tiger, you know, obviously we can see that 
he's going to do this, he's going to do that. Maybe he won't win anything again. You never know. As expect unexpected, I think that's fair to say. But if Tiger never wins another major, I am incredibly grateful for the fact that we had the chance to witness it because it took us back to the, the, the glory days of before. But with something even deeper, it's such a deeper backstory to Woods now. Before, when he was at his best, he was more or less a machine, a golf machine, the perfect golfer. He could do anything. So we admired him in that kind of, you know, this, this guy's uh, you know, I mean, unbelievable. He's so good. But now it's a case of we have this human backstory to Tiger. The flaws, the family man, the father, you know, everything that's there. We have all this behind him, and this weight it makes him a, a person, an individual, a human being, not just a golfer. And you bring all that together, and you have what we've seen today from Augusta, something that you know it is. You know, we're trying to put into words here quite ambitiously, I think. So, given the challenge of it, but we'll be talking about this for a very long time. And I'm glad we've had the chance to kind of uh, sort of you know let, let it out and express ourselves in this avenue. So, but we have to say. Matt, and I know you want to talk about a little bit about this, but I mean, Augusta National, the Masters, it's a very unique event. You know, it's an event that does have some flaws to it, I think, in terms of its history and in terms of its uh, some of the traditions of it are a little bit cheesy and quirky, uh, none more so than the uh, the Butler Cabin ceremony. And you know, I know that you were rather tickled by the interview that uh, Jim Nance tried to conduct with Tiger afterwards. So, give us your thoughts on that. Uh, I, I... I thought it was um I thought it was awkward as per usual. I mean let, let's face it, every year inside the Butler Cabin it's a little bit awkward. It's great TV though. It's, it's great TV. I don't know, I suppose it depends it depends what floats your boat, but there's um you know, he was absolutely desperate to make that guy cry. Was he not? It was it was I felt awkward. I I get it. Ask the questions that, you know, they're they're lucky guys to be put in a position where they're able to kind of quiz Tiger Woods after just you know just after what he's just achieved. But you know, it just felt like it was just a little bit too much. It's just a little bit I don't know, awkward and cringy. And you know, I'm just sitting out. I was actually screaming at my TV. Just let the guy put his jacket on for goodness' sake. It was yeah, um, awkward, awkward to say. It wasn't. I think also creepy would be a yes. slightly creepy element to it um, as well. And you know, as we did, we did, we did touch on this, and I'm going to use the line again. Go on. But I really did half expect Jim Nance to present Tiger Woods's father's ashes to him at one point in the aftermath of that interview. Anything to make him cry, anything to sort of pull the heartstrings. He didn't quite get there. There's a little glisten in Tiger's eye at one point, but there was nothing too much there. He held it together quite well. To be fair, I think people watching at home are probably more in tears than Tiger was, but um, given the enormity of what we saw. But I, here's the thing, you know, you know, I, I think this is something that would resonate you know, with, with you, Matt, and I think people listening to the podcast as well. You know, I think for you, seeing Tiger win and the way he played and uh, great scenes and all the rest of it, but for you being a father, watching Tiger share that moment with his children, I mean, that must have had a, a real deep uh, brought a deep emotion out of you as well, surely. Yeah, definitely. And, and, and you know, for for those people that that, that are not aware, I'm, as recently as last Friday, became a father again. Um, and it's it, you know, for the last week for me personally, it's been it's been quite a whirlwind, and it's been quite an emotional week. Um, and there was actually there was um, there was one tweet I saw. It was uh, a guy. Uh, it was a sports anchor for for NBC. 
Um, he had actually tweeted a photo of Tiger Woods embracing his dad when he won his first Masters, and then Tiger Woods embracing his son this evening when he's when he's you know after winning his fifth. And the photos is qu- it's almost quite eerie in the sense that the photo was taken in literally exactly the same spot. Um, and I'll, I'll be honest, I'm yeah. I'm man enough to admit that seeing that photo of Tiger and his dad, and then Tiger and his son. It, it reduced me to tears this evening. My wife looked at me like I was, I was some kind of crazed psychopath. But you know, it did. It it, it really struck a hold with me this evening. Um, you know, because it was, you know, I I appreciate the relationship that he had with his father and what his father done for him. Um, and to see him now being able to share that moment with with his son and and, and his daughter as well, obviously. Um, you know, it's it's, yeah. it's touching. You know, at the end of the day. Yes, he's, he's an amazing sportsman. Yes, he's, you know, immortal in some people's eyes. But at the end of the day, what he is, is, is a human being that's, you know, had a father and lost a father and, and now he's got kids. And, you know, there was that, that human element to, to those two photos that we saw was was quite hard hitting, actually. And quite, um, yeah, I'm kind of trying to find the right word, but it was, um, yeah, it was very... Uh, very hard hitting is probably the best thing to say. It was it was surreal looking at the two photos, like literally as I say, in an identical spot. So um yeah, it was nice. It was it was good to see. Yeah, I think now you're doing a, to me what Jim Nance to... tried to do to Tiger, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Uh, you know you know something? That that's possibly the wor- the worst thing anyone's ever said to me. So that's uh, I take that very badly. Being compared to Jim Nance, you know, no, 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 no. Anyway, but uh, I, I'd take his bank balance and take his wages, that's for sure, and his salary, but I'm not sure I'd take him personally. But, um, but yeah, I think you're right there. I think what we saw today was we, we've seen Tiger, the prodigy. We've seen Tiger, the icon, Tiger, the legend, Tiger, the great sportsman, win and achieve greatness. Today we saw Tiger, the human being, win. And I think that is probably how we should end it, I think, today. I think that is is the story of what Tiger Woods has done from Augusta National, uh, this Masters, one that we will, I think, never, ever forget. And we are certainly very fortunate to have witnessed a, a little piece of history play out in front of us. And Matt, you know, I, I have, um, I've enjoyed sort of uh, having this sort of post-Masters counselling session with you to try and um, express ourselves after what we've seen. And hopefully... Uh, people listen to this that they will I think you know I feel inspired by what we've seen today I really do and people can you know people can be, can be very cynical about things and you know I'm guilty of that as well at times but seeing this today has given me a real boost a real I felt inspired I feel energized watching it and hopefully we'll see that translated into the game you know we're now in the golf season now it's here this is it April the summer nights are back. bank holiday Out weekend coming up. Four days of uh, of golf yeah. wearing, what is it, turtlenecks and chewing well, gum. That. So, well, yeah, maybe, yeah, well, actually, chewing gum's a thing because Phil Mickelson was doing it too. So that seems to be in vogue now, suddenly, is chewing gum on the golf course. But yeah, I'm not so sure about the turtleneck uh, shirts. I mean, actually, just incidentally, one last thing. We can, obviously, we can, we can delve into so much about this Masters, and we will certainly we'll, we'll probably have a more in-depth podcast coming up later this week about all this. But just quickly on one thing about the Masters this year was some of the outfits that we saw this week were staggeringly bad. <laughs> I mean, some... I know. And that wasn't I mean, from Matt Kutcher either. 
he, you know, somehow Matt Kuchar was probably in the top ten best dressed players in, in, in the Masters, which is which basically says it all. I mean, some of the we had Adam Scott's baggy trousers, like MC Hammer. What was that all about? Every day we had Brooks Kepka wearing that you know nineteen seventies hat over the first couple of days. We had Tiger Woods trying to be fourteen years old again with that tur- with that turtleneck shirt. There was a lot of I mean, lilac so as much- well. A lot of lilac, yeah, a little bit of pink too, but uh, some of the combinations were very, very bad. I mean, Jordan Spieth at one point was wearing a shirt that looked like an old-fashioned cigarette packet. I mean, there was just so much that was was really bad. I mean, about so that's we've talked about all the good stuff about this Masters, but that's the bad stuff. So what I take uh, away from it? I think it was I think it was Friday. So. Obviously, my, my poor lady wife has, has put up with golf for the last four nights. And we'll have to get her on the podcast one week because her golf knowledge now is absolutely staggering. Um, but she, <laughs> so it was uh, Justin Thomas was wearing pink trousers and a blue top. Yes. Um, I don't know if that was Friday or, or last night. And she just looked up to me. It's Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Saturday. And she, she just looked up to me and goes, is he doing a baby gender reveal after the round? And it literally just had me in tears. It was so funny. Oh, that was her input for the four oh. days. But it was, uh, yeah. It well, was that's, that's probably they were probably the best input. But uh, but yeah, so that was the kind of the negative part of this mouse was just some of the outfits that were so bad. But uh, but yeah, so I mean, just your final thoughts, Matt, before we leave the listeners and uh, let them get back to their daily routine. Obviously, we hope everybody's feeling rejuvenated by this. And if you're out playing golf, obviously, as always, we'd encourage you to go and use the Golf Shade Score Tracker. We're seeing a great reaction to that so far this year, certainly this spring. I mean, it's been huge. And we also have the Connect with your game challenge happening right now on Golf Shake in association with Cobra Golf, where you can track your scores on Golf Shake and connect with your game. If you do that over the next four weeks, you'll have the chance to win a Cobra F9 prize pack, including a driver, hybrid, fairway wood, worth winning and we also have social media entries too for the chance to win Puma Golf Power Adapt shoes so lots to get involved with golf we hope Tiger Woods and the Masters has inspired you to get back out and play and track your scores and this is it the golf season's here let's get out there and let's um, make the most of it as Matt said there Bank Holiday coming up very soon uh, let's, let's get out there and play play more play better and all the rest of it we like to say but for, finally Matt over to you so Obviously, we've tried to encapsulate the 83rd 2019 Masters Tournament, the first men's major of this year in this podcast. But what we've seen today, what are your final thoughts and what we've seen from Augusta this year? I think I think what, what how, how I would like to end the podcast is, um, and it might sound a little bit cheesy, is, but I want to thank Tiger Woods. I want to thank him for, for what he does for our game. Um, I expect to see driving ranges packed this week. I expect to see courses busy. Um, and I think the knock-on effect that he has to this game, and, you know, you see a lot of um, you see a lot of people within golf, different organisations that, you know, will bang the, you know, the grow the game drum. Um, and I think there's a lot of people out there doing a lot of good things, but there's, there's nothing anybody or any organisation can do that compared to what Tiger Woods has done tonight. And, you know, I'm sure we, we'll see really good numbers of scores tracked over the coming week and, and into next weekend. And I have no doubt that that is due to what we've seen tonight. Um, so, yeah, if you're, if you're getting out, make sure you track, as as, uh, as Kieran said, track, track your rounds, win some prizes with Cobra and, you know, do it with a smile on your face. Enjoy it. 
Oh, definitely. A great day for golf, that's for sure. So, Matt, thank you for joining me. As always, thank you to everyone for listening to the Golf Sheet podcast. And finally, I'm just going to end Tiger's thing on this year. You know, I said this on Twitter earlier, but for, you know, for years, this was something I didn't think that we would ever see or imagine that he could ever do. Tiger Woods has once again made the seemingly impossible a reality. Historic, stratospheric, extraordinary. It's an unfathomable achievement. It was a 29 Masters tournament and Tiger Woods was your champion. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.